there, it's Toby, and before you get started on this episode, I wanted to tell you about our sponsor, Retro Pop Relics. Retro Pop Relics has been creating some of the coolest 3D printed giant video game cartridges. If you visit RetroPopRelics.com, you can see a bunch of the cartridges that are already available. You can get Super Smash Brothers, Paper Mario, Super Mario World, Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow, and even Green. These are perfect decorations for your game room. So again, go check out RetroPopRelics.com. And if you use the promo code Genie at checkout, you'll get 10% off RetroPopRelics.com. Enjoy the show. This podcast is part of the OIW Podcasting Network. Gamers, welcome to the Secret Lows Podcast. On this week's episode, we look for clues. I got a raging clue. I'm player one, meddling kid Toby. <laughs> and I'm player two, old man Samson Goose. <laughs> this is a retro video game review show where we go over one game per episode. We go over the history, the story, the gameplay, some fun facts, and then... We go right to the rage meter. Like, do you want to put on some clown shoes and run on some Vaseline very fast and like light yourself on fire? <laughs> Slippery and... Toasty. Yeah, something bad's gonna happen. Something bad. Well, after we rage, Goobs, we settle down and give the game a nice 1 to 10 rating. Why 1 to 10? Because we're some simple, spooky, thick boys. Thick boys! <laughs> okay there, Paul Bear. He's, a, <laughs> he's, he's an official thick boy. He is a thick boy. <laughs> oh, you say spooky. Why'd you bring up spooky? Is it like something going on right now? I don't know, we're just like halfway through Rage of Ween. Tune Tober. Rage Yeah. Yeah, it is our Rage of Ween celebration that we do every October. And uh this one is subtitled Tune Tober because we are covering Tune video games. All month long. They're kind of spooky. They're kind of spooky, yes. Yes, which is the spooky game that we played on this one, Goobs? We played sp- Spooky-Doo. <laughs> oh, wait, Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My Scooby-Doo and Tim Allen are exactly the same, so. <laughs> yeah. We may uh, start doing the Tim Allen noises again. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Goobs, let's peek behind the spooky curtain okay we were gonna play the scooby-doo mystery on sega genesis originally yep and uh you i canceled that canceled (laughs) (laughs) i'm not gonna lie you were so terrified that you said "Uh uh-uh not touching it 
Can't do it. Not today, cowboy. <laughs> uh, but you did saddle up, and we played the other Scooby-Doo game, right? Yeah, the one we were originally going to play. Then we're going to play Sega, just to balance out the games this month. And then, ah, uh-uh. nope. Now we're back to Super Nintendo. Well, okay. So here's the other, like even further behind the curtain. I didn't want to do the Super Nintendo version because this is the one that I grew up playing. So I knew exactly what it was, and I didn't want to be blinded by nostalgia. Have you ever played this game before? No, I have not. You never played either, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) No. No, I haven't. I remember playing the Sega version when I was sick one time. I rented it, and, and then later on bought the Super Nintendo version thinking it was the same game, and it was a totally different game. I wish you'd ever brought that up, because now people are going to be bugging. Because <laughs> <laughs> they know I'm afraid. People like to bug me about things I'm afraid of. Hey, there's always a next nope. rage ween <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, so I have plenty of experience with this game. I think I was able to review this fairly... The, you know, without letting me be blinded by my uh, childhood. Because I used to play this a lot as a kid. Never beat it as a kid, but I played it a ton. You played with Meemaw? Uh, no, this wasn't a Meemaw game, but... That's why you didn't beat it. That, that, you know what? Because Meemaw beat all the games for me. I wasn't that good. I just took the credit for it. Thanks, Meemaw. Maybe we should replace you with Meemaw. <laughs> <laughs> Probably would be a lot lot better show, honestly. <laughs> She's a lot funnier than I am. Damn, you're selling me on this. <laughs> I gotta do a new uh uh Mario image of my my Mima. <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we talk about the details of this game though? <laughs> yeah, let's sniff her way into the deets. This game was released November 1995. It was developed by Argonaut Software, and it was published by Acclaim Entertainment and Sword of Sunsoft. Scissor me, daddy. (laughs) Everyone loves the Acclaim. Now, like I said earlier, we played the Super Nintendo version. It's Super NES action like you've never seen before. But Sega did have a version of the game by the same title. A lesser product? (laughs) Yeah, Sega Genesis uh, had... It was the same title, Scooby-Doo Mystery, just a completely different game. Uh, And theirs actually released earlier in September of 1995. But they are completely different games. This is a single-player adventure game. And there's just a story. Rocks, Roby! It's time for story time with Toby. That's terrible. Four possible... 18 to 25 year olds that often get referred to as kids and their talking pet dog set off on many adventures to solve mysteries in their van that they have dubbed the mystery machine well all work and no play makes scooby a dull boy so these possibly teens decide to take a little vacation but nothing is simple for this gang They get wrapped up in more mysteries with monsters. But they're quick to learn that the real monsters are the people under the masks. We go on four mysterious mysteries with four possibly teenagers, possibly young adults, and a talking dog who is possibly actually some kind of shape-shifting monster and solve these hideous mysteries. 
There's actually four different stories that are going on. I didn't want to explain each one, so I just kind of um, poked fun at the fact that are they teenagers? Yeah. Or are they d- supposed to be, but they don't look like teenagers. Yeah. Fred's pretty jacked for a teenager. Right. And like Shaggy's a stoner. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I've just always been like not understanding why they aren't afraid of the talking dog. <laughs> well, Shaggy's high. He's chilling with the dog, and everyone's just used to it. Okay. I don't know. I get used to a talking dog. That's pretty cool. (laughs) Well, anyways, this game should take a little over two hours to beat. Speedrun.com has a record completing the entire game by Casper SFC of 35... I thought you were going to say by castration. (laughs) Of 35 minutes and 18 seconds. Goddamn, Casper. No wonder why you're a ghost. You spend all your time playing Scooby-Doo. <laughs> uh, shall we talk about the gameplay? Yeah, sure. Let's unmask the gameplay. The controllers. The D-pad moves you left and right. Up and down will make you go in other doors or paths. A is to throw objects or use an item. B is to jump. If you hold Y, that'll let you run which I advise against it. Very much advise against running in this game. Yeah, bad stuff will happen. <laughs> X will make Scooby sniff the ground because you are playing as Shaggy and Scooby, and Scooby is following you around. So if you hold X and walk around, he will sniff the ground to find those clues. i got a raging clue. The L shoulder button will display a map and location of all the characters. It's a very confusing map. It's not an easy map to read. Yeah, it's not easy to read. But there is a map. There's multiple pages to go through. Like, okay, this makes no sense yeah. at all. Time to do it by memory. <laughs> remember that thing we used to use? Memory? <laughs> no, I don't remember that. <laughs> Dumb joke. Anyways, the R shoulder button will let you talk to the other characters as you walk up to them. You have to be standing in the exact right spot, otherwise it won't trigger, and you'll be pissed about it. You talk to Velma to give a clue when you find one. You talk to Fred, and he'll give you some small hints, and he also is the one that comes up with the plan to catch the ghost, or the monster. And then you talk to Daphne, and she gives you Scooby Snacks every now and then. Start will pause the game, and select will cycle through your items that you're carrying, because you can pick up quite a few items in this game. Yeah, there's items everywhere. So during the game, the player hub is at the top. It shows how many lives you have left in the top left corner, and underneath that it has the points. In the middle, you have a meter. It is called the Fright-O-Meter, and it's slimy looking. (laughs) Yeah, it's really greasy looking. It goes up really fast. <laughs> yeah, that's a, so it starts out empty. And it's it's basically it's a reverse health meter. Yep. So when an enemy touches you, it fills up that fright meter and that's when you lose a life. But this doesn't have like your normal you get hit by a character and it's like oof, well, you make a noise and you blink like if a enemy is touching you, the longer it touches you, the more the meter fills up. Yeah, sometimes it'll like you can accidentally land on an enemy and your meter will go up like, you're dead. So fast. You're too scared. Yep, and then if you get too scared, you lose a life. Then in the right-hand corner, you have the three little boxes. This is where your items are. 
whatever item is in the middle is the one that you have selected to use. So you press select and you can cycle through them. When you start up the game, you get three options. You get a start game, a password, which is very great for this game to have a password system, and a controller config, which the controls are fine. I mean, the button layout is fine. I won't say the controls are fine. <laughs> the layout is, though. But that's all you get. You know, one of the things we always do on this show is we play the games, and then I go read the manual to see if there's anything I've missed, right? Yep. All the years that I've played this game, I didn't know this. And maybe it happened while I was a kid, and I just didn't realize it because I was a dumb kid. But apparently, if you take too long, the monsters will kidnap your friends. And you have, to, oh. and they will tie them up in a different room, and you have to go find them. So, like, you can't solve anything if you don't have Velma. You can't give the clues and stuff, so you'd have to go find her. You can't build the... And you won't be able to progress without... Uh fucking preppy boy there yeah so fred you have to um you have to go save them if that happens which i never never witnessed that after i read that i almost went back to play it and just to fuck around and i was like i don't want to fuck around any longer on this game than i have to right now i've already played it so i did not test it but apparently that that's a thing this game also has two mini-games that you will play from time to time. There's a Whack-A-Monster mini-game and a Scooby <laughs> Sandwich special. You want to explain those two? Toby wants to go Whack-A-Monster. Yeah. Toby, it's just a guy in a mask, man. Leave his dick alone. <laughs> uh, you got to beat the monster, not beat the monster off. <laughs> uh, what? Tell us about the, the Whack-A-Monster mini-game. Oh, there's three little urns. And then little monsters will pop up, be Dracula or other shit. And you smack them on the head with a hammer. You can get a speed boost, so you can smack even faster. You can whack it faster, whack those monsters fast. <laughs> and then your friends will come out, too. You don't want to whack your friends off. You only want to whack the monsters off. Right. You'll lose points if you whack your friends off. Like you said, there's the, the speed, the mallet to swing faster, but there's also some, like... There's one that'll freeze the timer. There's one that'll add time to it and there's another one that i can't remember off the top of my head but uh it's just a little mini game gets you more points i'm i'm not real sure what the points do if you get an extra life or something at some point i don't know i thought it was just about whacking not whacking your friends off <laughs> i didn't pay attention to points it's definitely about whacking your friends off uh what about the scooby sandwich special mini game well scoob has two uh plates on his paws and he's standing on his back legs because he's a shapeshifter <laughs> yeah and then a shaggy's whipping his fucking food all over the fucking goddamn place like a pig and then shaggy or scooby's running back and forth and trying to balance the said food on the plates and if you move too fast the food will fall off so you gotta do a nice balancing act there you gotta make big sandwiches on both sides because everyone's hungry pretty cool to have a dog to make sandwiches for you when you're high <laughs> it's, it's very hard to play because you know the you're balancing the food and if you move too quickly all the everything will fall off of it and it's got a timer and once that timer's up it counts down all the food you have and every single time every single time it says uh the sandwich isn't big enough did you ever make it like to where you had a a good sandwich no i i, I had a hard time with this game to be honest I think I was really good at it as a kid, 
Because I, I, I remember like shit. You would just throw shit everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> you're not fast enough to go catch it on the other side. And if you do, you're just gonna lose the rest of your fucking sandwich. Yeah, fucking asshole. Yep. Anyways, just go whack your friends off. <laughs> Which of the two mini games did you like better? Oh, whacking your friends yeah, off. Yeah, the whacking, the whacking your friends is pretty good. Whacking the monsters. I'm sorry, not whacking your friends off. Whacking the monsters. Yeah. The monster whack. <laughs> he did the whack. He did the monster whack. <laughs> uh, even though she won't appreciate it. Share to Jenny Beans because she loves the original version of that song. Uh, yes. Anyways. <laughs> when you start this game, you get a small cutscene with the mystery machine driving and you get some dialogue at the bottom of the screen. There's a lot of text in these little cutscenes. And it kind of sets up what's happening. I have a problem already right here, though. Did you read the dialogue, or did you just play the game? I read through the dialogue. Does it feel like it's starting you like in the middle of an episode, like you like you missed maybe the first five minutes of it? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you're already there. You missed like the the hijinks that would lead up to it. Right? Yeah, because like the first line of dialogue, I, I went ahead and wrote it down because I was like, it just starts out of nowhere, like mid-conversation so it says uh shaggy and it says sh- sh- shipwreck that doesn't sound like the sort of place i'd like to spend a vacation like wait that's where we're starting like not like why are you on vacation yeah <laughs> did y'all just solve a mystery like i don't know it just it felt really weird that it was just starting right there and even like when you beat the level and you get the big reveal it kind of feels like <laughs> you you're missing the the biggest part of the show where it's like old man Jenkins, you know, like you're you're missing that whole setup and everything because they're just like here it is, and there's I don't know, there's no build up to this. Yeah, they would always show the person that is the the bad guy somehow in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, it would be like oh, don't go into that ship because it's haunted by a pirate. You know, there was nothing like that. No little cutscene. It's the motherfucker who's the pirate that's telling you, that. <laughs> right? And he's trying to make you not go in there. So see, that's how high these uh, young adults are, quote unquote. <laughs> They've been through this how many times? <laughs> they are pretty fucking stupid. Like they should know right off the bat. Like um, that's the bad guy. You're the bad guy. Punch him in the face. <laughs> Beat him up, Fred. Whack him off, Shaggy. <laughs> Anyways, so you get the little cutscene. Uh, like I said earlier, there are four different mysteries that have four slightly different stories, and uh, it's it's basically like four little episodes. So you have, yeah, pretty much that's how it plays out as well. Yeah. So on to mystery one: the ghost ship. Uh, Goops, Ooh. you want to tell us the enemies that we will be encountering in the ghost ship? Yeah, there's very few on this one, but you'll be encountering rats. Dastardly rats. Peg leg pirate parrots. <laughs> oh, I hate those motherfuckers. And the ghost is one eyed Matt. Yes. Not a one eyed snake. <laughs> you might see some of those on a pirate ship, too. Ahoy, me matey. So you start the level just on the ship already. Like, you were on the ship. Now, I, this is something I gotta kind of brag about for this game. This game does a really good job of giving you a tutorial without really giving you a tutorial. Yes. Because 
every time you walk by a character, they they stop you and they talk to you for a second. And like Daphne, she stops you and she's like, here, have a Scooby snack. So you learn, oh, she's going to give me Scooby snacks. Yeah, she's going to give you candy. Yeah, and then you find an item pretty quickly that you can give to Velma. And Velma's like, you found a clue. Bring me more clues. So you kind of figure out all these things I'll like that. I'll bring you a clue. And then you pick up the trolley. And when you come out of the room where Fred is... Because there's a ton of rooms. You're going in and out of rooms throughout this entire game or going to. Yeah, it's pretty areas. much like you're running through an endless hallway, like the whole skit on Scooby Doo. Yeah. So once you come out of that the, the room and you see Fred, the ghost appears and Fred tells you, throw the trolley at him. Or he says something along those lines. So right there, it teaches you, like, you can use the weapons to get rid of enemies. You can do this. You talk to these people to give clues. So it gives everything that you're supposed to do right at the beginning. And I thought it was just really clever how it did that. Yeah, it did a very good job. You do get projectiles and some type of weapon on each level. In this level, you get a trolley, like I said, and you get... A uh, fish. Fish. That's right. You get the, f- the fish. An endless supply of fish. Yes, and you can throw those as projectiles. I just used the trolley. I found that to be the better weapon. Yes. Here is the problem. Respawn. <laughs> Respawn City. I didn't have too much of a problem with that. I just kept on throwing up with trolley. It, it It's worse in later levels, but like if you leave a room and then you come back into it, if you kill something, leave that room and then come back into it, that rat or parrot is right back where it, where it was. Yeah, it will be there waiting for you. Talking to you with his little beady dead eyes. Squawk, squawk, Scooby. In this first level, it does like have like a little sign that says sniff here. So it teaches you how to sniff and that you will be sniffing in random places to find some of the uh, items. Yeah, and within, clues. I just start sniffing all the time so I don't miss shit. <laughs> the problem with that is you walk so slow. slow. Yeah, but didn't miss anything, Toby. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's that's true. That's true. There are some little puzzles in each area that you have to figure out, like how to get past something. There's one area where you walk into the room and there's this rat that's running really fast. You And it's got two barrels on each side of him. So you can't get in there to throw your trolley at him to take him out. And nope. Daphne won't walk through there until that rat is taken care of. So you have to pick up a bucket and throw the bucket at it. Yeah, to chuck it at him. Did you have a hard time figuring out like little things like that? No, that was pretty straightforward. I saw a bucket and I saw a rat. I'm like, okay, this is going on that then. <laughs> the items do stick out like they're right on the path of where you're supposed to be. So you can really tell like, oh. Yeah, they're very, very noticeable. You're not missing one unless it's like a, a secret that you got to sniff out. You know, and there's a lot of the the items that, like I said, they're on the path. It's not like you can miss them, but it's like, oh, you can't grab that. And you're like, ah, I'm going to need that later. (laughs) Take a mental note where that was. Yeah, because there's there's certain items that are left out for you that you're going to be using for your trap. Because another great Scooby-Doo trope is you got to build the fucking trap to catch the guy. Right, right. Or lady. Eh, it's mostly bad guys. Mostly. So, let's talk about the platforming area on the outside of the ship and how fun that is. Oh, isn't that tons of fun? 
So much fun. Just trying to get on the first platform alone. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You have a split second of uh, perfection <laughs> to aim your jump and land on this plank of wood that goes up and down. See, the problem is, this is why I said you don't run, is because when you run and jump, you have no control over it. And you jump way far out there. But if you just stand still and jump, you don't jump far at all. So you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. Yep, and if you fall, you take fall damage. Oh, fucking fall damage. And that stupid fucking laugh. When, <laughs> which is funny, because if you run and you run into a wall or something, they just fucking smash up against it and they laugh. Yeah, because they're too high to carry. <laughs> but it pisses you off when you fall off a, a something high and it gives you damage. And you're like, fuck, that shouldn't have scared you. That should have hurt you. Yes. Fuckers. <laughs> that fucking laugh though was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it, it got me cracking up a couple times. <laughs> I'm terrible at that too. There are a couple of sound effects that I thought were really funny in this. Yeah, the sound effects were fun. So throughout this, uh, these all these levels, um, I'm kind of generalizing on some of this because these are all the same. They just have different like settings. So like I said, yeah. this is on a pirate ship, you have a lot of doors. Different aesthetics. Yeah, the aesthetics are different. So this one has a bunch of doors and whatnot. Uh, you got to find keys. And keys are usually, they're either hidden or they're in an item. And when you go give the clue to Velma, she finds the key inside of it. So, yeah. Now, this one, the trap that Fred comes up with. Fred, me and him are buddies instead of being Freddy. You're tight. Yeah. Uh, you, you bought him an ascot. <laughs> Yours ascot mascot. That's right. So he tells you you need to find a generator, an extension cord, and a teddy bear. And that's you get some sort of sex machine there, Freddie. <laughs> yeah. So I guess you're using the teddy bear to lure him in, use the trolley to capture him, and the rug is to hide the trolley. The the gang makes you go look for him and the, the ghosts chase you back to the room and they hit the lights and you don't really get to see like how the trap works which is stupid yeah it is stupid and it's funny because like there's a rope that's tied around him when he's on the trolley and the bear's like up against him i always thought that they used the bear to tie him up <laughs> when i was a kid i was like how the fuck <laughs> they do that with that bear <laughs> it's fucking dumb anyways so they probably use the extension cord toby but that that's not part of it do you you uh I don't know. Fred's kinky. Maybe he just has rope around. <laughs> Maybe it's his ascot thing. <laughs> his ascot just like turns into rope. You never know. You, we don't know how far it's tucked into his shirt. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, that's the end of that mystery. So we'll move on to the, the mystery two, the haunted amusement park. I I really like the the setting of this level. Like, there's all kinds of little... Circus tents everywhere. Circus tents, there's fortune tellers, there's claw machines, there's all kinds of cool aesthetics for this one. Random random broken down houses. Yeah. So, uh, Goobs, what are the enemies in level two? Well, the enemies are, Toby. You got werewolves, of course, that's what you see at any circus. Right. You got your good old rats again. You got unicycles, a.k.a. The anti-uni. <laughs> From Uniracer. 
<laughs> yeah, there's just random setting of unicycles going around, so they came back to have some fun with us. <laughs> and then, uh, I mean, that's canon in, in my eyes. Like, they're both on it Super Nintendo, so it, you know, it. This this is the prequel before the the anti uni takes over the <laughs> the Uniracer universe. Yeah, it is a haunted unicycle. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Then uh, your main enemy is the evil clown. Evil clown. Who doesn't really look that scary? Uh, he kind of looks like one of the guys from fucking Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Kinda. That fucking werewolf will scare you, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we were playing this simultaneously, and Toby's like, ah, the werewolf scared me. And then, like, two minutes later, I'm like, ah, fucking werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, like, it, it, like, poofs at you, like, in a, in a fucking ninja cloud. Yeah, and he just comes out of fucking nowhere, like... You're searching around for clues, and all of a sudden, pff, werewolf giant, too. Yeah. He's really fucking tall. And then, yeah, he's huge. And then all of a sudden, he's fucking ninja vanished, and he's gone. Fucker. Yeah, yeah, we got jump scared by Scooby-Doo. What up? <laughs> <laughs> it's rage <Rage-a-ween>. a <laughs> <laughs> Spooky. <laughs> uh, okay. So, like we were saying, uh, this level has a bunch of circus-like things. There's a bounce area. There's trailers and trucks that you have to search. You even find uh, the a coin to use in the crane machine, which you don't actually play it. That's a bummer. You just get the item out of it automatically. They could have. Well, they have one of those tester strength things too with the hammer. Yeah, but you have to find everything to make it work. Yeah, but then you get, you get to keep the hammer as a weapon after as well. So you get a big giant fucking mallet. Yeah, you get the the mallet as a weapon as a as your uh, melee weapon, and then you get coconuts as your projectiles. Hey, you can toss your nuts at people. <laughs> your big old coconuts. So one of the hardest parts in this level, besides the platforming level, when you go inside this truck, you go inside of a truck that's like the size of a warehouse. I don't understand how that worked, but that's you do a lot of platforming in this one, and it's very fucking hard. But the other hard part that I used to get stumped on as a kid was the fucking the slide. slide. Will you explain how you get through that motherfucker? Uh, by pure luck and <laughs> intest or testeral fortitude, or whatever the fuck that word is, <laughs> testicular fortitude. Let's go with that. Because. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, this shit's coming at you fast, like a uh, Battletoad style. You're swirling down a slide, and there's different obstacles on there you gotta jump over, but you gotta react pretty fast. There there are arrows that show you to jump or duck, but you gotta be on your fucking tippy toes. Yeah. And they, they flash, so like, if it flashes once and it's pointing down, that means you need to stay down for one uh, measure, one beat. I don't know how else to explain it. And if it does it like twice and it's pointing up, that means there's going to be two spike balls that you have to jump over. So it'll do it up to three times. It'll blink one, two, three. So that means there's three spike balls coming up, whether it's down below or up above. And uh, yeah, you have to get through all this. And you have to hit this little bitty exit sign. If you don't hit that exit sign, you keep going down the slide. Yeah, isn't that a bitch? Until you get to, you get through it again. 
I missed it. Oh, I I got lucky this time around. I didn't miss it for once. I used to miss it so much as a kid, though. Well, I didn't fucking know it was coming. Yeah, I didn't give you any kind of heads up on that. My bad. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Sorry. I wanted you to yeah, suffer. Great friends here. <laughs> I wanted you to suffer like I did as a child. <laughs> Man, everyone should have a friend like Toby. <laughs> Yeah. We could play awesome games all the time. <laughs> we could have been playing the Sega version. We don't talk about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you have to do this little slide mini game thing so you can uh, get the key to to get into the really shitty platforming area. So the trap in this one, this is the only one that's slightly different. Like all the other ones, you, you build the thing and then you find the monster and have them chase you into the room and then you trap them. This one's the only one that's different. You actually have to put glue down on an X inside the big circus tent, and then when the monster runs in, he sticks to that X, and then you can put the cannonball, the gunpowder, and then you go light the match, and you shoot the cannonball at the <laughs> at the ghost and blow his fucking head off. <laughs> yeah, he murdered him. <laughs> Somehow, that works, and you unmask him. And that's how you stop the evil clown. Moving on to Mystery 3. The Spooky Swamp. What enemies do we have in this level, Goobs? Well, in the Spooky Swamp, we have bouncing pumpkin heads, bees and beehives, and a tar monster and zombie. Yeah, you get two spooky monsters in this one. Yeah, big tar monster. So this area has a ton of platforms this level kind of reminded me like should this be like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre like it's got like a little general store that's all run down and you see some like beat up housing areas there's a gas station that's all fucked up and then you get back like deep into it the woods and the swamps and stuff like that squeal like a pig (laughs) Uh, there's also like a little cellar area that you'll go to inside one of the buildings there's really nothing gameplay-wise in this level except the settings and the enemies. I didn't know, like, for like the dilapidated buildings, you can, like, jump on the steps in order to get onto other things easier. Oh, really? I found that out. I was like, well, how the fuck do I get up there? <laughs> so I pushed up to go up the steps, or I thought I could go into the houses. So oh. I was like, okay, pay no attention to it, because normally that... What it does, yeah, because that's what it does. Like when you're going, like in the circus, you're going through different paths and stuff rather than doors. So I thought this was like that, but no, you got to jump on the steps in order to get to the platforms that go up and down to get to the roof and other areas. Yeah. Uh, was there anything in this level that like stood out to you? Like, there's some like tires that you have to bounce on in this level. Uh, you have oh, to like make a, a platform tire part pla- when you're in the trees, bud. What's that? The platforming part where you're in the trees? Not so easy. No, it, the, it, you don't look like... It's very dark. It's not fucking gargoyles dark, but it's, it's pretty dark. Yeah. But um, there's thin little branches that you can barely fucking see. And then you have to land on these things. And sometimes you don't think you can jump far enough. You can. But it, it's just tough to neg- uh, nego- not negotiate. <laughs> you were close. It's tough to navigate. Yeah. Well, this one, when you finally get Fred's plan, this one's funny because you use a generator and a fan and stuff 
early on to like blow some leaves out of the way so you can get through one of the paths. But then that's kind of what you do to catch the monster too. So you could have just blow the monster. Yeah, you could have just caught it in the very beginning because you had all the shit besides the gas. So you need the generator, the fan, and some gas. And uh, you set it up and you go find the tar monster and bring them back once you found all the clues. And uh, the fan dries out the tar monster and you unmask him. Now, see, I guess we didn't explain, like, there are quite a few clues in each level that you have to find. Like, and most of the clues are really stupid. Like, <laughs> yeah. in the circus, you find an extra pair of, like, clown shoes. And Velma's like, every time she's like, what would a, a, a ghost clown need with extra shoes? <laughs> And then you find a mask later, and she's like, what would a ghost clown need with an extra mask? mask? It's like, yeah, we, we get it. It's a fucking person. We Ghosts don't need extra shit. So, <laughs> the, And did you explain when you mentioned the minigames that you play these every time? Yeah, you play them in each level. So, like, uh, that's what's funny about the, the snack uh, minigame. Anytime you enter a room with a fridge, you're playing the snack game. <laughs> Because there's always a room with a fridge. Which is perfect, and it fits the show so perfect. Oh, 100%. Because, uh, you know, they see the refrigerator, and they're like, fuck this mystery, let's eat. So, I did like that. Um, I don't remember what triggers the uh, the the Whack-A-Monster. Uh, I think that one's just kind of random. Yeah, it's just random, or, or whenever the monster's getting all randy. Or maybe when you're almost, like, figured it out. Yeah. Huh? I just think it's when the monster gets randy, and he's like, all right, whack me. Time for a whacking. Can't be attacking if you ain't a whacking. <laughs> Can't be attacking if you are a whacking. <laughs> That's how you subdue the beast. That's how you stop a bear from attacking you. <laughs> Don't start that rumor on the show. <laughs> well, I got fucking mauled by the bear because Secret Levels told me to whack the bear off while it was trying to bat me around. He's <laughs> worse for any animal, folks. <laughs> Well, the tiger was chewing on my arm, so I decided to reach around and start whacking him with the other one, so he'd let go of me. Oh, you didn't finger the butthole. That's why you bit your arm. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Don't do any of this. This is bad advice. Our lawyers are sitting in the corners shaking their head no. This is great advice. (laughs) Okay, mystery four. The last mystery of this this game. This is the Bradshaw Manor. The enemies on this one. We got bats this time. Bats. We got the yellow knight in armor. Yeah. The piss the piss knight. <laughs> he is a piss knight. <laughs> we got the rats. Yeah. We got a green rat. Then we got Count Bogosi. Yes, Count Bogosi is basically the Dracula. He's got some cool paintings up in this place, man. Yeah, you're in a giant mansion and um it looks very spooky and haunted. As you would think a spooky haunted house would be. It's a cool locale. I like to live there. You know, those paintings, I kept looking at the eyes thinking that one of the eyes were going to follow you as you walked by. Same here. Did you really? I was like, yeah. I was like, which one's it going to be? Which one's it going to be? But I didn't, That's, it, again, classic Scooby-Doo shit, right? Yeah, but I, I didn't ever notice one. There might have been one that did it, and I just didn't realize it. But uh, this level's really big. Like the la- each level just progressively starts getting like bigger and bigger, like the areas that you have to search. This one has a bunch of different rooms, though, and you get like a room with table, like big, huge dinner tables, and 
Uh, you get reading rooms, libraries, long hallways. There's chandeliers yeah, all falling. All the windows are smashed out in this place, man. It must be a bitch on the heating bill. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, there's falling chandeliers. There's a ton of old grandfather clocks in here. Lots of night armor. And there's the yellow night armor that you don't know if it's going to attack you always. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, it's it's hit or miss. Yeah. Uh, now, this part has a library platforming section where you have to, like, stack up books to get to different areas. Like to- oh, it's fucking terrible. So that's how you get to the higher platforms. It's it's uh it's annoying this one is. I think it's most of the way like shaggy jumps that makes it very, very tough. Yeah. It's just not a good jumping mechanic. It's just and you and you have no control when you're in the air. Like you have when you when you're just standing still, your jump doesn't arc out enough. Oh yeah. Sometimes you're doing this in semi darkness as well. I forgot to mention that Scooby-Doo will hold onto a lantern in his mouth if you find one. Yes, there are some rooms that are dark. And, yeah, you all you've got is this little lamp that's, like, illuminating a small area. Like, it's not even doing the whole room. It's just a circle around you. Yeah, it's a small orb around the lantern itself. So you got to really kind of edge out where you're jumping in order to be successful. Yeah, you're uh, you're going to make a lot of bad jumps in this game. That's just all there is to it. Uh, actually, it's funny that you brought that up because that was the next note I had that I forgot to write it in my notes, and here it is. <laughs> <laughs> so that worked out. There's one area in this level where you're like in a basement cellar, and it takes you to like a mine-looking area. Uh, it's just it's just hidden stuff, you know. That that's the kind of stuff that always happens in the Scooby-Doo games, is or the Scooby-Doo show. There's some kind of printing press or something down in the basement where they're... I, I don't even remember what this mystery was. By this point, I was tired of reading the stories. Because you're not... there's You get the, like, idea of the story. It's like you get the taste of it. But you didn't get to take a bite of it. You know? You didn't, you didn't get the whole thing. Yeah. So I just kind of gave up on the stories. But I, I, from what I assume, because you find some, like, gold or money or something, I assume that they were printing money or something... Whatever. Uh, yeah, so Freddy's trap in this one involves two barrels, a plank, and a peg. <laughs> Someone's getting pegged. <laughs> They're planking on two barrels while getting pegged. That sounds like a circus act. Yeah, it doesn't show, again, it doesn't show how this trap works because you, you run into the other room and the, the Dracula, whatever his name is, uh, comes and chases you and hit the lights and then it goes blank for a second and then it... It comes back he's and he's tied a up. barrel all tied up. I'm like, how did that happen? <laughs> yeah, how did the fuck did this trap work? Is he going over Niagara Falls? What the fuck? <laughs> and uh, that's it. That's the end of the game. There's not, like, really anything. It just shows a congratulations screen and shows the whole gang standing there. Um, that's it. That's the game. That's all she wrote. Yeah, Goobs, what'd you think of the music in this? It was very... Uh... It was Scooby-Doo. It was great. A little... I think it was the same for the most part. It is the same song through the entire game. But I didn't find it that annoying as I do other no, games. No, because I think it has a really long loop. 
yes, it's not very short and repetitive and really, like, it's not an earworm. It's inoffensive. <laughs> well, that's the best way to describe yeah, it. Yeah, but it also sounds like it's directly out of the show. Yes, it does. Like, when they're just walking around and, and talking and stuff, like, it's that music. So, there'll be like searching music. There'll be music that's more like kind of stupid sounding, if you know what I mean. Like, doom, doom, doom. Like, it just sounds like they're like buffooning around. Yeah. Yeah, um, some of the sound effects are kind of jarring, though. Like the uh, when when you talk to like the other characters, it's got like this weird. I don't even know how to describe it, but it's a weird sound effect. Um, there are some voiceover clips in this game, uh, so that's pretty cool. The mini game music is fine. But it's it's kind of like almost like the cha cha cha. Like it sounds like it, it should do that at any point in that mini game song. Cha-cha-cha. Yeah, the music's... It is weird to say that the music is good just because it is the same song throughout the whole game, but it's such a long loop. Yeah, I normally hate that stuff, but it's... It's not annoying. It's very... It's, it suits yeah, the game. Yeah, It fits it. Again... Would I like to have more music? Yes. Yes, 100%, but... It, it might have made it distracting. Like, this music was just, like, the perfect, like, volume in, in the background, too. You know? It wasn't too loud or anything, so. The only thing it was really missing, though, and this is a big problem, we didn't have the Scooby-Doo music. It started it with it, nope. didn't it? Not even the intro. The intro had something else. Oh, that's the Sega one. The Sega, Sega one did. Sega one did. See, the, uh... The Super Nintendo starts out with something that sounds like it could be in the show, but it's not the lovable Scooby-Doo theme. So that's kind of a bummer. That's a missed missed opportunity, you know? Whatever. Uh, what about the graphics, Goobs? How'd you feel about the graphics in this game? Oh, I love them. I thought they were great. The sprites were look like they're straight out of the cartoon. Dude, it looks directly out of the cartoon. Like everything looks good. Like the even the backgrounds and the bad guys and stuff. It all looks like the cartoon. It's fucking yeah. great. Uh, the animations look great. Like you know the frames of animation where it, it, nothing looks like they're jarring or anything. Like Shaggy walks like Shaggy. Yes. Scooby like he does. His, his head thing. is down and he like flops his foot out in front of him. Like and he's, his shoulders are all hunched over. Like yeah, yeah. It looks great. And Fred walks like a pompous jackass. <laughs> Velma's hot. I mean, come on, like right? Everything's what? Yeah, that's all we want yeah. in life. <laughs> Get out of here, Daphne. Yeah, whatever, Daphne. Go fucking Peg Fred. <laughs> That's my new band name, Peg Fred. <laughs> Daphne Pegs Fred. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, the, the graphics look great. The monsters, there's not very many enemies. That's going to be a big deal with me later, but like all the ones that we did get, they looked fine. They looked great. The enemies, eh, they were fine. I, I, There was nothing to complain about with the graphics. No, it was very good. Uh, now, speaking of complaining, controls. Ooh, the jump is what I can complain about the most. The here. jump is awful. It's so bad. Yeah, it makes the platforming like excruciatingly yeah, painful. Yeah, that and the the running, 
because you want you want to run because you kind of walk slow in this game already, and if you're sniffing, you're walking even slower. But you kind of want to move faster, but you can't because then you'll run into the enemy. I was having fun working at a normal pace here. I wasn't trying to speed run this shit. Yeah. No, I understand that. But see, like, I know how to play. So, like, I was like, okay, let's get through this. But if you run, then you run into the fucking enemies. And you can't slow down or stop real real quick. It's just a quick way to die. Because if you run into a fucking mouse or something, there's good chances you're going to boost up your fucking ooze meter or whatever the, the fuck that is. fright meter. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Spooky. The, I mean, just the platforming in this is fucking god-awful. I think almost if they would have done away with the platforming stuff, which then I don't know what your, how this game would really work, but if they would have done away with it, it would have been awesome, or if they would have made the platforming better, you know? It, it would have just, like, upped any kind of enjoyment. They could have just added more puzzles. Yeah, I, puzzles are completely fine. It's a fucking... You're searching for stuff. In fact, I would have preferred... St- Searching like or doing puzzles rather than searching for stuff by sniffing because that that kind of there's some stuff that's not very intuitive on like oh I should be sniffing here to find the clue you know that's why you never stop sniffing Toby and you have to be sniffing in the exact right spot like if you if you like stop sniffing like half a pixel before you get to it you won't it won't like register it you have well, to. You got to sniff right to the corners, man. Right to the fucking pixel perfect. Leave no dry crust behind. Like when you're buttering bread, put it right to the fucking edges. That's right. <laughs> no dry corners here, baby. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's the buttons and the controls, I guess. Speaking of sandwiches and buttering bread, I'm fucking hungry. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go make us a sandwich. I'll send you one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just make make sure they're balanced out. So, you know, it's gonna be hard to send you one. You'll get it eventually. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Just I'll hang out here. I guess I really need to kind of like investigate what these three ceramic pots are that are in my room. They've they've been in here for a couple of days. I didn't put them in here. Uh, I better carry my mallet over there just to make sure like there's like not a rat in them or something. Let me see. What's in this one right here? Ooh. Oh, oh, God, no! Ooh, over here, no, Toby. No, no, no. Ooh, Over no, here, God Toby. God damn it, no! Ooh, you'll never catch me. That's it, motherfucker. Ooh, I'm in the fourth hole now. Ooh. What? Your butthole. Ooh. Oh, how did you come out of my butt? Ooh, magic, Toby. Goops, genie. I am birth. I'm your child. No, did did you bring these ceramic pots? That explains why they're blue. This mallet's blue, too. Ooh, everything's blue in this room, Toby. Yeah, I see that now. I don't know how I was so blind. You know, that's not important. Hey, you know what? Do you have any kind of cheats or anything for uh, the Scooby-Doo mystery on Super Nintendo? Ooh, I got a genie glitch. A genie glitch. Ooh, it's a glitch in the system. First, you gotta show Velma all your clues you have. Ooh. Yeah? This is the vampire stage. Then run through the stuck door before Velma tries to help you. Ooh. When you pick something up, you'll get two of that thing. Ooh. Oh, wow. That's it? That's it. Ooh. Double the items. Double the fun. I mean, that doesn't really help me in any way. Ooh. Well, put this code in and go whack off some monsters. Hey, you know what? You know what, Goopshini? Uh, do you see that over there? Look, look right there behind you. Is that, is that a monster? What is that? Ooh, that's not a monster. That's my friend Harry. Ooh. No, 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 no. Look behind. Grab my mallet and... Ooh. Hey, bitch! 
go away! Ooh, that's not nice, Toby. I'm gonna be very angry next time. Ooh, time for vengeance. Ooh. No, just go! I think he's gone. I had to whack him so hard. My hands hurt now just because I was whacking him so hard and so fast. And Why are you out of breath? What? Talk about whacking him so hard. Uh, that, uh, do you hear some fun facts? Let's have a fun facts with Toby. Ping! All right, goobs. Are you ready for a trick or treat? Oh, I hope it's not a fucking trick. Oh, baby. It's just a treat because it's time for. How much is this game? This game show where goobs. That's me. Is going to try to guess the price of this game. He gets the $5 window. Shows the tall hands. If he's within that $5, he gets the sound effect. Are you ready? I am ready. Good luck. We are going to be talking about a loose prize for the Super Nintendo. It is just the cartridge. How much do you think that goes for? $19. $19, you say? Lock her in, Regis. Okay. Well... Nineteen dollars is a pretty close answer there, Goobs, because this game is going for seven dollars loose. Uh oh. Pretty cheap. Pretty cheap. Now moving on. Complete in box. That means you get that nice cardboard. You get the manual that's made out of paper. And you get the cartridge. IPA. How much do you think this mad combination goes for? I'm going to go for $26. Ooh. $26. Well, with the $5 window, this game is going for $31. Yo, I get it. You got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you had to do some math, didn't you? <laughs> Quick math. <laughs> you got it. So you get the sound effect. Here it Sorry, is. Sorry, I'm from Canada. Say I'm slow. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the sound effect. Yes. So, uh, good job. Good job. I'd buy that for a dollar. Uh, you, you ready for some fun facts now? Yeah, let's get into her. All right, so here's the thing. I don't have very many fun facts on the game. So let's let's run through those real quick. Sunsoft was actually supposed to be the one that was going to publish this for the Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis, but they had to pass it over to Acclaim due to their bankruptcy. Because everyone loves the Acclaim. Because the Acclaim, everyone loves the Acclaim. But I, I think this also explains with the Porky Pig's Haunted Holiday why there was the Acclaim Sunsoft thing. It's because they were going into bankruptcy at the time. Yes. So that makes sense. It all checks out. Characters and places in this game are named after the people involved in making the game. Oh, that's cool. So uh, I've got a list of all the names, but you know what? We didn't really talk about the names of the characters or like, because a lot of the characters will mention other characters' names, but you never see them. They just mention their name. Uh, It means nothing. Yeah. So uh, you can go back and and look up the names and the creators' names and kind of (laughs) see. You go do some work. You You do your own research. (laughs) 
<laughs> so uh, Count Bogosi in the fourth mystery is basically Bella Lugosi, who yeah. played Dracula. So Draculia. Dracula. Blah. 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 <laughs> so there are a few color mistakes. Scoob's color is actually green in this game instead of being blue. And Daphne's outfit is supposed to be purple, but has like a red-brown color. The coloring is just, it's just slightly off on uh, on her outfit. So, and that may have to do with like the color palette that like Shaggy needed or something. And that's why they went with that. It's close, but it's not, it's not purple, you know? Yeah. And that's it. That, that's all I got for the game. So... <laughs> I am doing what I always do, and I'm going to give you some Scooby-Doo fun facts. (laughs) Here's filler. (laughs) (laughs) So, Scooby-Doo's full name is Scoobert Doo, and he was inspired by Frank Sinatra's Strangers in the Night song, the part that goes, Dooby-Dooby-Doo. So, if you didn't know, now you do. There have been over 13 versions of the show so far. Oh, like different, yeah, different incarnations. Yeah. So there was Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? That was the first incarnation, and that ran from 1969 to 1970. There was only two seasons and only 25 episodes. Now, some of the later series had like 40 episodes and 30 episodes. There is so much fucking Scooby-Doo stuff out there. I did not realize how many different shows there were. Let alone the fucking movies and crossovers. Yeah, movies, crossovers, all kinds of crazy stuff. So I want to go through just the list of all these different cartoon versions that we've had so far. The new Scooby-Doo movies. So those were like one-hour episodes. So, But there was like 25 of those. And then there was the Scooby-Doo show, Scooby-Doo and Scrappy-Doo. And then they redid Scooby-Doo and Scrappy-Doo with the same title, but it was slightly different, the show was. Like, it was done in, like, three segments per episode or something like that. Then there was the new Scooby-Doo and Scrappy-Doo show, 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo, A Pup Named Scooby-Doo, What's New Scooby-Doo, Shaggy and Scooby-Doo Get a Clue, Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated, Be Cool Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo and Guess Who... And then we're also getting Velma and Scooby-Doo and the Mystery Pups. Yeah. Those are just the cartoon series. That's a bunch. There is 37 animated movies. And they have like such crazy crossovers like with WWE and with Kiss. Yes. And and there's I mean there's they've they've uh, crossovered with Batman. <laughs> they've uh, the Adam West Batman. Uh, I don't know if they've done any. Uh, there's just so many that like it's hard to keep up with it. All these, you know, I, half of those cartoon series I don't even recognize. Do you? Uh, a couple of them, yeah. Be cool, Scooby Doo. I don't remember that one or at all. Or Shaggy and Scooby Doo get a clue. I don't. Wasn't there one Scooby Doo? Where are you as well? Yeah, that's uh, that was the original. That's the first one. Then there was two live theatrical release movies. Then there's a few direct-to-DVD, like, live-action movies. There's so much Scooby-Doo. There's comic books. There's tw- over 20 games. 
starting with an Intellivision game in 1983, all the way up to mobile gaming now. Damn. Scooby-Doo's the money pup. There's even been Scooby-Doo plays. <laughs> really? Yeah, I would love to go see a Scooby-Doo play, wouldn't you? It'd be interesting. Yeah. So anyways... Some other stuff about Scooby-Doo, though. Uh, the writers always had Fred and Daphne split up. You know, the joke is like, oh, they're going off to bang, right? Like, that's what us adults and edgy teenagers think, right? Yeah. The real reasoning was that Fred and Daphne are not very fun to write for. Yeah. So, so they would, like, make them go off on one direction while Scooby and Velma and, and Shaggy went the other way because they were the fun characters to write for, you know? So that's the real truth to it all. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, we just don't have no ideas for these characters. Just put them over somewhere else. Well, and you know, uh, Daphne always ended up being the damsel in distress anyway, so. Scooby's name was originally going to be Too Much. Like, that's what his name was going to be, Too Much. Too Much? That's a stupid name for a dog. Oh, you're just too much. Well... It, he was the show was actually pitched for it to be like a rock band, and he was going to be a dog that played the bongos. Oh, yeah. Okay, what's this, Josie and the Pussycats? I'm sure it was something like that. So the voice actor that voiced Scooby was Don Messick, who also voiced Scrappy Doo and Papa Smurf. Legend. The uh, voice actor for the original voice actor for Shaggy was Casey Kasem, and uh, he actually voiced him up until 1995, and then he quit because Hanna Barbera wanted him to do a Burger King commercial, but he was vegan and didn't want to do the commercial. Fuck you. Yeah, which is funny because Shaggy eats sandwiches all the time, but I guess he wasn't like promoting a brand or anything, you know? So that makes sense. Uh, but he did come back in 2002 to to do some voice acting stuff. Velma's line, my glasses, I can't see without them, was actually said once by the voice actor uh, Nicole Jafar, Nicole Jaffe, at the first reading, I guess she had said that, and they thought it was cute and kind of used it in the... Uh, in the show for that just became a Velma quality. My glasses. Scooby-Doo was the first Saturday morning cartoon to feature a laugh track. Yeah. That's and Scooby-Doo is a triplet true. with his siblings being Sc- Skippy-Doo and Dooby-Doo. Well, I hate Dooby-Doo. <laughs> but you love doobies. That's either here or there. <laughs> uh, and the last thing I got was uh, Scooby was almost a sheepdog, but the producers thought it would be too similar to the character Hot Dog from Archie Comics, and they made him a Great Dane instead. But that's it. That's all I got for fun facts, Goobs. Well, Toby, I'm going to mask you because it's time to motherfucking rage. This is the Rage Meter. We're going to take a 1 to 10 and tell you how pissed this game made us. How pissed, Goobs? So pissed off you're going to put yourself inside of a porcelain pot. Three of them. And let someone just swing at you with a fucking hammer. Whack let them, you. Let them whack you off. <laughs> whack you out. 
I don't know. That sounds more pleasurable than painful. But then there's fire-eating ants and fire-eating <laughs> ants. <laughs> there's fire ants inside of the pot, too. They eat the fire. Yeah, they eat the fire. That is your crotch. Because your crotch is on fire. <laughs> okay. Well, Goobs, why don't you go I try, ahead. folks. I try. Hey, hey we've, we've been doing this for 160-some-odd episodes. It's hard to come up with rageful things. Uh, you want to go first on this rage meter, buddy? Yeah, I'll, I'll jump into her. All right. Tell us what you think. Speaking of jumping into her. <laughs> the jumping. Major, <laughs> major issue in this. We discussed it earlier in this episode, so I won't harp on it too much, but... It's uh, It takes a lot of fun out of this game when you're doing those platforming levels. Just let me search around for some clues. That's what I want to do. I'm, I'm Shaggy and Scoob. I just want to walk around, find clues, and give them to the gang, and then continue on on my merry way after busting some criminals. Because that, that part's super, super frustrating. Uh, I don't really know what else to complain about, Toby. <laughs> this jumping really pissed me off. Yeah, the jumping's just... The jumping's whack in this one. There's not really too much rageful in this one for me. Sadly. I know it's rage a ween But maybe Toby can enlighten something in me. I'm going to give this game a four on the rage meter. Okay, that's fair. Now, oh, here's wait, my wait, problem. Wait, wait, wait. Oh? Finding clues. Yes. <laughs> yeah, sniffing for those fuckers. I spent a lot of time just patiently walking around, sniffing the floor, looking for something that you need in order to progress. Yeah. And or, oh, I'm finding more things rageful about this more and more as we go on. Poor Scooby's nose was all raw from dragging it on the ground. Huh? Oh yeah, he's just sniffing away there. He was like uh, Al Pacino and Scarface, just sniffing <laughs> everything in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. First you get the clues, then you get the monster. <laughs> <laughs> Say hello to my little trap. <laughs> I'm going to stop doing that. But uh, <laughs> The map. The map yes. is god-fucking-awful in this game as well. Oh, just terrible. And, uh, yeah. The running. The running can fuck off, too. Yeah. I'm going to keep it at a four still, though. At least I okay, mentioned some fair. more things. Okay, so I think this game is incredibly slow. I like the pace of it. It's, it's, well, again, I think it's the the first two levels I have to be, I, I try to run through them because I know those first two levels so well. Hey, so look I think this that's, way. It's two hours game, right? Yeah. How long is an episode of Scooby Doo? They're, they're 30, 22 minutes a piece, something like that. And how many episodes are in this show or this right. game? I, I see what you're doing there. <laughs> There's four. Yeah. So it's like playing four episodes. You're you're not wrong at all in this. Uh, I just I think just because of my past experience, the first two levels just seem so dreadfully slow, and. That was, again, that's on me, though. But I could see other people thinking that the pacing of this game is, is very slow compared to a, a Mario Brothers or something like that. Even though they're two different games entirely, uh, it just it moves a little slower. The maps get really big, 
and get confusing, especially when you're using the map like you were talking about. But just the the level layouts are massive. Are massive near the end of the the last the last two are massive, I should say. Um, the music being the same in the entire game, it's not really a raging thing. But I figured I'd mention it just because, you know, we, we always bitch about it in other games. So I figured eh, that needed to be mentioned here just to be fair. Uh, it's not bad, though. It, the music's fine. It's just, it's that's it. That's There's only like three or four tracks total throughout this entire game. The monster scaring you sucks. Because it's not like you get hit and you blink for a second and you have a little bit of, like, recovery time. Yeah. This... This just sits on like if the monster just sits on you and touches you basically, it's gonna kill you. Yeah, you like stun locked, yeah, that is fucking rageful. Yeah. And here's another thing. If you're talking to Velma or Fred or something and one of those fuckers like Yeah, you still get got. Yeah, it still hits you. So you can get killed while you're in like giving clues to Velma. Oh yeah, you don't get stopped by giving her a big raging clue. <laughs> you wanna make sure she gets that big raging clue. Oh, yeah, the fall damage. The fall damage is terrible. 5.5. There was one level I I tried to hand the trap pieces to Fred, and he was like, no, you got to search for this first. So you had to hand things to him in a specific order. But it was only that one stage that did it like that, so I don't know if that was just kind of a glitch or something. But that was annoying. It was just slightly annoying because I had to scroll through it. It was just a slight inconvenience, so I'm trying to rage on it. The controls are just garbage. Like, running and jumping, we've already talked about that to death. It's just bad. The sniffing for stuff is just luck, unless you knew it was there the entire time. You know, there's no no indications, no, like, hint at all. My first time playing, I, uh, I had to just... Do it randomly. Yeah. Uh, now, there's... It's really hard to hit, like, the rats or the parrots or anything that's, like, a small sprite because they either move too quick or, like, if you throw an item, you ha- it, it arches a little bit, but you also have to... <clears throat> it You also have to wait for them to be in the right spot. It's just hard to hit the enemies sometimes. And if you, like, if you're if you try to let them get close enough, they might touch you and make your fucking fright meter go up. So it's just rageful all around. It's still not that rageful of a game, though. It's just got a couple annoying things. Yeah. I I think maybe a five. That's as high as I can give it. Is a five. On yeah, the rage we, were, meter. we were scratching and digging for fucking rage on this one. Yeah, it's There's like a bit I said. Of rage there. It's just kind of slow. <laughs> That's the most rageful thing, I think, is that there's not a lot of action, but that's kind of like the show, you know? But let's go ahead and move on to the rating. We're going to give it a 1 to 10 on how good we think this game is. 1 being it's terrible, 10 being it's the best game we ever played. I'm going to go first, if that's okay with you, Coops. Let her rip. The graphics in this game are fucking phenomenal. I loved how the sprites looked. It felt like you were playing an episode. 
Um, now, I mean, it's still a video game. It's not perfect, but it looked really great. There's a few sound clips that are fun. You get to hear some, like, shaggy voiceovers and stuff like that. I wish there was more of those. Well, this compared to Gargoyles, man, like, night and fucking day. Yeah, well, you can actually see these sprites. Yeah, that one's just left in stone. Yeah. And the sprites are a good size in this. Like, they're not too big in the screen. They're not too small to where they look like muddy sprites. Like, you, they're they're very, very clear throughout the whole game. So you can you can tell who is who and, and everything. It's weird because this game is super easy while being super hard at the same time. <laughs> like, the, the, the idea of the game is super easy. Finding some of the items is hard because it's like like you know sniffing for shit is you just gotta fucking know or get lucky um like i said in, hitting the enemies is fucking miserable and there aren't that many enemies on top of that there's only like two to three per level so i usually complain about that that there's not enough enemies they do change it up from level to level they could have just had fucking rats in every fucking level um but they didn't, so I appreciate that. I just wish there was a couple of more enemies. Whatever. The story, like I said way early on, is that it just feels like you're starting in the middle of an episode and, like, you missed the plot of, like, oh, yeah, that's... You don't want to go in there because that's old man Jenkins' house. So it feels like you're missing a lot of the fun Scooby-Doo part of the story. If you know an old man named Jenkins, man, apologize to him because he has a bad, bad rep. Yeah. Well, it's Everyone his, must hate the old man Jenkins. It's it's uh, his fault for trying to get the uh, fortune from my great uncle. I don't know. It just feels like it's missing some stuff with the story. Don't ever fucking run. <laughs> don't don't try it. You're going to just have to practice on the jumping and, and take a bunch of blind jumps. The game is a great idea. I really enjoy the uh, the first two mysteries. The second half of the game seemed like a chore, and I think that's just because I hadn't played... <laughs> I hadn't, don't have as much experience playing the uh, third and fourth level. Uh, it's slow pace. The minigames were a nice little break, I guess. I kind of wish there would have been more or something. Or maybe they gave you lives or something rather than points because I don't understand the points in this. Yeah. But it was the same two minigames. Okay, so my inner Toby nostalgia wants to give it an 8 because I loved this game as a kid. I used to play those first two levels all the fucking time. Uh, As an adult, I do see some of the errors of this game and I'm a little more critical on it. I'm going to give this game a 6.5 because it has some fun qualities. I just feel like it gets boring after a while. I think the upside to that, though, is that there's password saves. So you, if you just did one mystery and then like played a different game and then came back to the second mystery a couple of days later, I think that would be the way to play this. Like, Don't play it in one setting. Play it in a couple because you yeah, get the passwords. That's what I did. Yeah, and I, th- I think that would make it more enjoyable rather than... Because that's I think that's why I keep stressing on its slow pace is because if you play all four back-to-back like I did, back-to-back-to-back-to-back, then it's really slow feeling. So... Do what I do. Place it up, man. Yeah, that's what I should have done. So, um, 
if, if I did that, I'd probably give it a 7, but I'm going to sit at a 6.5. Uh, you know what? I'll give it a 7. Let's give it a 7. Okay. Okay. I thought this game was a great adaptation of the, the television show. It looks great. It has the quirkiness of all the characters there. It has all the feeling of the characters. It's it's really great in that, in that aspect of it. Has all the story there that you need. I wish you could see a little bit beforehand where you get to see the guy before he's uh, the monster or whatnot or the whatever it is, the person. But we don't get to see that, which is kind of a bummer. Because I was always like, oh, it's that person. Like, it's a fun guessing game, right? Yeah. The levels in this game, they're very great. They stand out. The music, sure, it's one song, but it's fun, too. It, I don't know, I really enjoyed myself playing this game. The pace of it, I didn't find that slow. It is what you make it, right? Like, sure, you played this game multiple times. Me, as a first-time player... I enjoyed it because, like, you're going around looking for clues. I found this game quite relaxing for the most part, besides of the jumping parts. Like, you just walk around looking for clues. You bring them to Velma, like, hey, what's up, girl? <laughs> and then she tells you what to do. Then you go to Fuckface Fred and he builds something for you. And then you get fucking treats from fucking the other chick. Yeah. So, I don't know. I really enjoyed myself. The bad guys were pretty, uh,. They look like generic fucking Scooby-Doo bad guys. It's great. I'm going to give this game a solid 7. I had a lot of fun with this. You I know, didn't think I was going to have fun with this. I'm happy I threw the fucking narrative... I threw a fucking detour into this shit and uh, played this game instead. Yeah. Because I actually enjoyed myself, this Rage of Ween. I guess we need to uh, point out that the Sega version is more of a point-and-click adventure kind of game. Yeah, um, that's not my forte. That not really mine either, and that's kind of why I was wanting to review that one. I have played that one in the past, but I didn't play much of it, so that's uh, that's why I was gonna play that. And plus, I thought I was gonna be too well, clouded. Sure after this, we're gonna get fucking hounded. So, <laughs> uh, but I am glad to hear that you uh, enjoyed this yeah, game. It was a good game. So, because I've been wanting to do this game for a long time, but then I was like, well, it's Rage Ween. We should play something I don't love from being a kid. That way I can rage on it. So, well, no, and it's going think... to make the people rage because we like something. Right. Which so this I was is our much... trick. <laughs> this, is our tr- this is our trick episode. I was much more critical on this game, too. Uh, on a game that I loved as a kid, I was trying to be much more critical. And then you came out and was like, no, this is a good game. It's fun. <laughs> yes. So I'm the asshole here. Yeah, yeah, you are. Nothing new. <laughs> yeah, if uh, this game is pretty cheap, as you heard earlier, nine bucks. If you see it, pick it up, try it out. It may not yeah. be your forte, but if you're looking for something kind of casual and chill, like that's only a couple hours long, pick it up. And it's, do it the it's, way I do, play an episode at a time, just chill on it. And it's it, definitely it gets different a little frustrating from- on like, the big like Dracula level. Right. In the castle, because there's so many fucking doors there. But, like, if you like exploring and finding stuff, it's the perfect game for that. Yeah. And it's much different than a lot of games. Like, it's, you know, it, I mean, it's still got some platforming elements and stuff in it. But it is, if you like Scooby-Doo, I highly recommend that yeah, you play this yeah. game. So, yeah. Scooby-Doo-Doo. Finish <laughs> 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 This is the end of the show. We're going to wrap it up. Uh, Goobs, do you have a theme for our patrons? 
This oh yes, I Scooby Dooby Doo. <laughs> uh, every every episode we shout out our patrons. You can go to patreon.com slash badsecretmedia or you can go to badsecretmedia.com and become one of the patrons. We love you so much, patrons. Thank you for supporting your fucking thick boys. Thick boy. <laughs> that was a thick thick yeah. boy uh we got a lot of extra content on our patreon so for as low as one dollar you can get all the access to all those great great shows we've been slacking a little bit on patreon episodes we apologize uh life is in the way right now we'll get back to it soon hitting them hard yeah we'll be back to it and we're trying that new streaming thing for a little bit too yeah so. yeah oh yeah we'll, we'll talk more about that in a minute um what is the theme for our patrons this episode buddy well, fucking Scooby-Doo villains, bud. <laughs> Perfect. There's only like 900 fucking episodes to pull from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, to kick us off, we've got Johnny Perez. He's a spooky space kook. What about Parallax Puddles? Redbeard's ghost. Uh, Thomas Smith. Ghost clown. We got Sean Brissett. Ape man. Crash Override! Ghost of Elias Kingston? <laughs> DJ Romance Baby! Minor 49er? <laughs> Gilby Talks! Witch Doctor? The Wolfman! Wax Phantom? Paprika! Captain Moody's Ghost? The Berg! He's Fireball McFan! Level one noob. These green globs. The reviews, brothers. Ghostly strongman. Keith Gasper. Nettie Crab and the specter of Ebenezer Crab. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Copeland. Ghost King of Katamazuma. Fat Shacks. A ten thousand volt ghost. The masked Keaton. Ghost of Dr. Coffin. And Riku. Mamba Wamba Mamba. <laughs> those oh, are sorry, the, the Mamba Wamba Mamba Zombie. Oh, those are the patrons. Again, you go to patreon.com slash badsecretmedia and you can support your thick boys. Yes, again, thank you so, so much. Yes. Uh, Goops, we got some social media for the Secret Levels podcast. You can find okay, us on we do. Instagram and Twitter and TikTok at Secret Levels Pod. We have some uh, socials of our own, don't we, Goops? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at GoopsWN. You can find yourself, Toby Von Doom, on Twitter and Instagram at that, Toby Von Doom. That Toby Von Doom. Now, uh, we mentioned streaming. I have been streaming, well, we have you you were a part of it too, Goobs. It's just on my yeah. I'm there. It's uh, on my you, channel. You're just hosting it. I'm I'm the, the host with the most, and I put my ugly face on the screen so you can you can see all all the thickness. You can get down with it. Uh, but every Tuesday, we hope to see you next Tuesday because uh, <laughs> yeah, that's my line. <laughs> We uh we're doing watch alongs, but they're not just any watch alongs. We're watching old commercials and uh we've done only a couple so far. Yeah, we have a bunch of our friends with us. Jenny Bean's there too. Yes. And you can watch the replays on our YouTube channel. We do have a YouTube channel, it just doesn't get used very often. So if you look up Secret Levels Podcast and you want to see what we're up to with these streams and if you miss one, 
you can go watch it there. But uh, yeah, we will be live. You can chat with us in Discord or in the chat on Twitch. Uh, just look up my Twitch channel. It's Toby Von Doom. Wow. How weird and different, right? <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of Discord, come join our motherfucking Discord. That's right. It's a good way to get onto the Twitch streams with us. Yes. And it's also a good way to talk to us. Come join the motherfucking Discord. Never be bored. We've we got tons of great friends in there. It's a family. It really is. Come say hi. Say what up. We talk about video games, all sorts of different shit in there. There's all sorts of different places you can talk about whatever fandom you like. Be it wrestling, music, whatever. We talk about everything and everything in there. Yeah, we got people that play D&D that... Well, neither one of us play D&D, but, you know, there's a chat going on. That, yeah, people play D&D and shit. Yeah, so... Um, Really cool place. We've met a bunch of great people. And like you said, if you want to be on the stream with your voice and like actually chit chat with us and make fun of these commercials or whatever it is that we end up watching, I may be playing games at some point. Who knows what we'll be doing? But you can actually chat with us and uh, poke fun at these commercials with us. Yeah, the link's in the show notes below. Yeah. And we also got another thing going on. We got a new partnership going on. We you might have heard at the beginning of the show. We certainly do, buddy. We are part of the OIW Podcast Network. Brother. <laughs> it's mostly wrestling shows and then you, the two thick siders. Yeah. <laughs> because we're outsiders, but we're the thick siders. It's TWO, Thick World Order, baby. Hell yeah. T-shirt coming soon. <laughs> uh, yeah, so go to oiwpodcastnetwork.com and you can see a bunch of the shows that are a part of this great network. Yeah, check out the great shows. Tons of great personalities yeah. on there. So if, if you like wrestling, for sure, there's a... <laughs> let me say, there's a few wrestling shows involved. So be a good brother and uh, go check out the network. Yeah, please. we're very happy to be a part of this new partnership. Yeah, yeah. Uh now, Goobs, I, life. I think if you have a f- podcast that you enjoy, you should be leaving a review on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. So if you like yeah. if you like what we do, do that for us. That'd be Give sweet. Give a comment, man. It turns our day around when we read a, a nice positive comment. I thought you were going to say it turns us on. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> it does. A little bit, a little bit. We're like, hey, stroke that ego of ours. Yeah, I felt it move. <laughs> it jumped. <laughs> If you want to make it move even more, you can go to tpublic.com slash user slash secret levels and get one of our beautiful t-shirts and put it on one of your beautiful chests. Yes. We got two new designs that Toby made coming up shortly, which are very wrestle-centric, and they're fucking awesome. Yes. Uh, so any shirt that you do purchase, uh, we do get a little kickback from, and it goes back into the show. So uh, Same thing with the Patreon. It all comes right back into the show. It all goes back into the Helps show. Helps pay for hosting fees and games and other stuff that we need to make. The Thick Boys Run, That's right. which we don't do well. Right. This show is running because of you guys, so... Paid by, paid by viewers like you. <laughs> so, yeah, we appreciate it. A butterfly it. in the sky. <laughs> Goobs is fucking high. <laughs> Game over, folks. <laughs> Secret Levels podcast.